Hi, this is Tim. This is just a heads up that all the advice you're hearing in this podcast is general in nature. If you want something more specific, then feel free to contact us. Drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, to drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, to drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name is Dan. I'm Tim. And today with us we have Genevieve. Hello. Hello G'day. Genevieve. How are you going? Good. How are you? <laughs> yeah, good. Thanks for having me. That's all right. Thanks for coming. Yeah, it's good to have good to have you on. We've had a few weeks actually without a guest. We went through a we went through a phase, I think. It was probably almost two months where every week was a guest. <laughs> yeah. We had um a bit of guest fatigue. Mm. So you're the first in a new series of oh, guests. I'm glad. Yeah. Feeling fresh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're the first. We're, we're excited again. We've got the feeling back. Exactly. <laughs> um, so Genevieve's from Sphere Finance, yep. and uh, she's here today to talk to us a bit about the lending market at the moment. Um, and yeah, there's just a few like tidbits which you want to keep in mind, I suppose, if you are going for a loan, um, that we'll discuss, especially when it comes to servicing. Um, and a few changes that have happened recently in the space. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's going to be good. Uh, but first, Tim, what, what is, is the, the Tim, Tim and download? <laughs> <laughs> that was the first time in a long time you went down and I went up. Yeah, it is. You always give me up. It felt weird. <laughs> uh, Tim, how's your week? Uh, I'm good. I'm doing a bit of uh, tax planning at the moment. Yes. So Nice. Getting ready for 30 June. Do you mean tax planning for yourself or for no, clients? No, just for clients. <laughs> a lot of that happening. Um, for me personally, I was at the Oxford Arc Factory on uh, Saturday night, mm-hmm. which is an awesome venue. First time I've been there. Mm-hmm. Have you guys been there? No, what? I haven't. Um, I've walked past it, but that doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> no, that does no. definitely not count. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Just small venue. I saw City Calm Down there, Genevieve. Have you seen? No. Uh, do you know who they are? No. Uh, yeah, Is it like, a band? Yes. Okay. It's a band. I'm on the right track. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, the, uh, my summary is it was awesome. Mm. Cool. Mm. What about you, Dan? Uh, my summary, like, I'm going to start this off with something very recent for me, um, Literally, as I put my headphones on, I broke them. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> what's wrong with your ear? Like, <laughs> it's all floppy. Yeah, it's it stuffed. <laughs> it was due, uh, let's be honest, most of, them, most of this is held together by strapping, <laughs> strapping tape. You see the tape on there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, most of it's held together by strapping tape. It was... It was Oh, you got it right, Tim. Yes. Well done. <laughs> Eat it. Uh, so that's that's good. I'm gonna have to go buy new headphones now. Well, but um, before warranty. tax time. Yeah, before true. tax time. Yeah, there we go. Uh, Is that tax deductible then? Mm, I'd probably, claim it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 ed- it's on the edge. <laughs> I think yes. We host a podcast. <laughs> it's necessary. <laughs> um, yeah. So that was uh, that just happened. But apart from that, just been busy. Just been hanging out. Um, built a greenhouse in my backyard on the weekend. That Are you was sure fun. you want to be telling people about your greenhouse? <laughs> my veggie patch. Oh right. Yeah. <laughs> the hash house. Not the hash house. There's no hash house. It's just it's uh, unless you call chamomile tea a hash house, Tim, <laughs> and beans. <laughs> Uh, then uh, just uh, just a normal greenhouse, cool. and uh, I built it right in time for all the rain, which was good. Yeah, true. Which means that my plants did get uh, didn't get any water. <laughs> How's this? We got um, water restrictions last yeah. week, yeah, and it's rained all bloody week. Yeah, I know. 
They should have announced them months ago. We've had no rain though. No, oh, it's been so dry. No. We have a we have like a big tank water in the place that we live in, and the toilet runs through that. And when the water runs out, it makes this real loud noise. And for for the first eight months, seven months we lived here, it was fine. We had no issues whatsoever. And then it didn't rain for a long time, and now it's just like. You flush the you flush the toilet and, just, and it just goes for about five minutes and before it eventually switches over to mains water, but it takes time. I'm sorry, I can't look at you without laughing right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's so annoying, if I can be honest, because I can only hear out of one ear now as well. <laughs> Every time you move your head slightly, it just... It wobbles. It wobbles. <laughs> It's, it's even worse to do it without it now because we, we, we've spent so long doing this with headphones on that I've, it feels weird to take them off. Yeah. So, I'm just going to suffer through it. Genevieve, <laughs> <laughs> hey, how's, how's your week been? What's yeah, your good. Busy. Um, rate drop, which is good yeah, for me. Um, and I was in Melbourne last weekend. So okay. Wow. I love Melbourne. There? Just visiting a girlfriend, nice. eating our way through every town there yeah, bit yeah. of shopping yeah i love it there yeah, nice. yeah. and it's it wasn't really that cold That's i would good. say it's colder here so yeah it's wow. very cold here yeah it we, was good. we were actually in melbourne a couple of weeks ago just for two days for a, a training yeah course we didn't really get to eat much i think yeah. we ate at like one cafe and one restaurant for dinner yeah. and that was it yeah um, oh, it's so good the food know. is next any cafe you go into yeah. it could look dodgy and it's yeah. so good yeah so for sure yeah, yeah it's really good looking forward awesome. to go back yes looking forward to go back uh tim good one do you have a business update this week no cool cool cool, <laughs> cool, cool, cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh i saw something about um there's going to be some change coming for stores with the licensing for music mm. um this is a tricky one Especially on the podcast, because I just want to play music every week. Yeah. And, uh, I don't, we don't uh, really get the copyright. No, we approval. do not. <laughs> That's I, why we make up a lot of our own songs. I blame you for that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's an interesting one, I suppose. Um, not something that we really have to worry about. No, but that, that is interesting. Um, have you got any business updates? Uh, we've got, obviously, we're in the last month of the year, so tax time's about to come around, yeah. but also with that single-touch payroll. So, we did a whole episode on single-touch yep. payroll. If you don't know what it is, go back and find it, have a listen. Um, it's mandatory for everyone from the 1st of July. There's a couple of months leeway to start using it. So, um, my advice would be, if you're using an accounting software like Xero or MYB, wait till... You've done 30 June this year and then switch it on. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you can switch on now. It'll be fine. Yeah. Um, Dan's just saying that because you might, it might mess yourself. up your payment summary sort of yeah. system a little bit. Uh, you know how you usually get a payment summary, Genevieve, at the end of the year yes. to go do your tax with? Yeah. Well, there's a change now that means um, they're doing away they with They won't have to actually yeah. send payment summaries out. Okay. Um, because every time you get paid, um, they'll tell the ATO how much you're getting paid. Yeah. So they, the ATO will literally know, like exactly how much you've been week paid. on week, yeah. fortnight on fortnight, yeah, how much nice. you're paid. Yeah, which is yeah. which is pretty cool, I guess, for them. Yeah. I don't wonder if that affects Centrelink. I wonder if they're going like, to flow that through. It's already that know, would be good. Yeah, it would be awesome. They hey. communicate already, like they send, but it's only once you lodge a tax return. Yeah. You then get mm-hmm. it sent to the Centrelink, and then they send you a letter. But this could be live, like yeah, exactly, month to month. They it's could good. Know. Changes everything. Mm. I have a question. Yes. Yeah. Um, I was listening to the news, um, mm-hmm. and they were talking about how um they're going to become more strict on tax returns, 
and looking at your social media and what mm. your income, yeah. what cool. you're declaring and what your lifestyle looks like. Yeah, yeah. Okay. that's nice actually one. a big you, thing. Yeah, I've seen that. Mm. So it's, it's you know, they look on social media and you've pictures on a boat, pictures on, you know, a big house and a yes. pool and whatever. But um, you've declared 40K. A, exactly, yeah. you've got 40K. So either you're lying and you're full of shit or... Yeah. or um, you're not declaring a lot of the income that comes in. And it, it's part of a, a bigger move by the ATO to data match with yeah. a whole bunch of things. And that's Uber, Airbnb, um, yeah. Centrelink, you know, yeah. all, all these places are, are pulling information in together. So, you know, well, they know exactly what you're earning. Yeah. <laughs> so, before you could do Airbnb and no one would know you'd ever earn that income. Yeah. Mm. So, you might be buying this big house because you're getting all this Airbnb cash or you You've been an Uber driver and you do that on the side and not telling anyone. Well, they're going to know now that you were yeah. an Uber driver or you did rent your property. And that yeah. For some, it's in. crap, but I think yeah. it's a good thing. Yeah, oh, I mean, we yeah. All, yeah. we're all paying tax on our wages, so yes. I, I why shouldn't everyone? I can't <laughs> wait to see an ATO letter go through to someone saying, hey, we saw you post a picture yeah. <laughs> on, <laughs> on a this boat yeah. in <laughs> Greece yeah, exactly. and you don't earn yeah. 40K. Yeah. Please, <laughs> please justify your income. They were even us. aligning it with like if you pay school fees for your children, um, they can look it up that way because no, you can't afford those school fees. That's true. On yeah. That's true. They're getting quite smart with where they're getting all their info mm. from. It's pretty mm. hectic. And once they do it, it's not just for this year. It's like the last five years. Yeah. yeah. Because they can they, they can open back. up any of those years if yeah. they want. Yeah. So Delete all those pictures of your holidays. <laughs> yeah. Set your account to private. Yeah. Oh, and if someone's trying to add you in the names Oz... Australian tax office, yeah. <laughs> something like that. First name Oz. First name Oz. Australian <laughs> middle name. <laughs> then just don't don't accept that. Yeah, I think. Um, and the other interesting one as well is that they're matching a lot of information with like big Bitcoin and um, mm. cryptocurrency Definitely. exchanges mm. as well. Definitely. So all those people that made a bit of money out of that. Um, they're going to get a letter from the tax office as well, saying, "Hey, we noticed you yes. were doing some crypto trading." Uh, did you earn a gain on that? <laughs> they're, they're they're going everywhere. Like yeah. even um, Swiss bank accounts, they've reached. Mm. They've just made a deal with Switzerland to get access into who has Swiss bank accounts and what's wow. in there and stuff like that. Mm. Yeah, I just found that little news mm. spiel. Mm. It's a good one. A bit interesting. Yeah. yeah. There's a funny story actually, which I always think of when this comes up. Mm. Um, you know, Fifty Cent, the rapper. Yes. Mm. So he actually went bankrupt. Yeah. Um, a few years ago. Which is pretty crazy because mm. he made, he would have made a lot of money. Yeah, made um, a, lot of, a lot of money in like water or something. He had like yeah. a water brand. Oh, yeah. uh, he made a lot of money on a lot yeah. of things. Yeah. Anyway, obviously wasted it all or something went wrong. Mm. Um, and he posted a photo on Instagram with this wad of cash and like a photo of him. And so the liquidator or the court that um, <laughs> did the bankruptcy on him brought him in for questioning. And they're like, where'd you get this he money from? He had to admit from? it was fake money. And he had to admit it was fake money for Instagram. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Imagine that. So good. Yeah. Especially for someone like that who's like, yeah. whole reputation is built on cred. Yeah. Your <laughs> name is a currency. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And he has to act rich and all this. <laughs> That's um, so funny. And there was another one. The young guy. Oh, who is he? He's a rapper. I'm thinking P. Diddy, but it's not P. Diddy. The young guy. Yeah. The young no, guy, P. Diddy. No, it's not P. Newcomer Diddy. Newcomer on the scene. No, no. He was, he was around a while ago. Oh, man, I can't think of him. But anyway, he posted a photo of like a jet. Mm. And there's a photo of him posting that photo on Instagram in economy class. <laughs> like uh-huh. about to fly where he's going. 
<laughs> and this photo of the jet was coming. I'm coming to you, New York. So That's so funny. It's like, it's like a vision board, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, he's he's <laughs> hoping for the jet yeah. one day. He's just putting it out there. He's not saying that he's yeah. flying in that. Yeah, he's implying it. That's what. Like. <laughs> yeah, it's not everyone else's fault. Sorry, it's not his fault that everyone else assumed he was flying on the jet. He just might have liked the jet. <laughs> uh, so I did actually have one more update. Okay. Um, yep. Something that I mentioned to you during the week and we've brought up during during this podcast before, and mm-hmm. I'm, you've probably never heard of this, Genevieve, but uh, there was an ATO whistleblower oh. a year or two back. Yeah. Um, never so, heard of it. So, what yeah. he did was um, blew the whistle on the ATO doing pretty intense uh, debt collection from people that owe them money. So, there's like garnishee letters and, you know, taking money from people's bank accounts and, and all, all sorts of stuff and being very aggressive with it. And having extreme targets and whatnot. Anyway, so it was it was bad behavior. Yeah. And he released that information to the media and there was a big investigation. Anyway, he's currently being sued, taken to court essentially, um, because of this, because he breached data, inf- like privacy information. Yeah, he, he um, gave out confident- confidential information. information to the media. So, by doing this, he faces a potential 160-year sentence <laughs> wow. in prison. Which is pretty crazy. Like, I feel that's... It's so unfair because he was trying to do the right thing by business owners who Mm. were being aggressively pursued for debts from the ATO. Mm. Because the ATO can literally send a letter to your bank and Mm. say, we want one third of what's in their account right now. And one third of everything that comes in. They can contact a customer of yours and say, don't pay the person who you just bought stuff off. You have to pay Pay us. us. It's crazy the amount Mm. of power they have. And Mm. so, this guy, I think rightfully so, thought they were doing something wrong. He made a complaint internally, yeah, and which they just... That's the thing I didn't know. So, didn't originally, I thought he just released information to the media, but apparently he did. He followed the proper channels first and did like an internal one, and they reviewed it and dismissed it. Mm. And then so he said, well, that's not good enough, and then he took it out to the external, media. which I think is fair enough. I mean... Wow. It, it, he proved it. it was, he was right as well. Like, it, it came yeah. out he was right. <laughs> and he's, so, he's facing more time in prison than Ivan Milat or yeah. something like that? <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Which it's is ridiculous. crazy. Anyway, so just thought that was an interesting one. It's a shame. We'll see what's happened. Yeah. What happens with it, I guess. Do you have any business updates? You might not have any. I know the interest um, rate cut might be one. We can yeah, talk about I'm that sure a bit we'll more. Yeah, we'll go into yeah. it a bit more. Um, a lot of the lenders are taking on the rate cut. Mm. Uh, Four of the majors have taken on the full 0.25. Mm. Nice. And the rest are starting to follow. Um, some of them are a little bit different with investor rates or right. interest-only rates mm. and whatnot, but they're all starting to come out. So, it's definitely changing who's got the best rate out there at the moment if you're taking on that full cut. So, yeah, it's an exciting cool. time. Yeah. 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 After this election, everyone's yep. Bit of happy certainty. again. Yeah. 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 That's, that's interesting. It's, it definitely happens that way. It yeah. does. And um, we're at record low now for the interest yeah. rate, too, or the RBA yeah. rate. What's the RBA rate? 1.75 or something Yeah, 1.25. 1.25? It's 1. Damn, 1. something. It's low. 1.25. <laughs> yeah, 1.25. Yeah. Oof. Wow. Low. And they're saying there's talk of another one, another yeah. rate cut. Well, I think I, I wow. did read somewhere about Crazy. yeah potentially the economy is not doing as well as we'd want yeah. it to be, um, which is they were afraid to reduce the rates because of how high housing prices were mm. but now housing prices are coming down a little bit they feel more confident they can reduce the rate and it's not going to be crazy inflation in the house yeah. prices again mm. it's a great time to buy i mm. think mm. yeah oh well we'll get Looking into that. To this discussion in the main topic <laughs> yeah. yeah cool uh tim 
do you have a tight ass tip? I do. I actually do have a tight ass tip this week, and it relates to Genevieve being here. Mm, okay. <laughs> it's not a stab at Genevieve. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be prepared. He usually yeah. stabs me here. Uh, I've looked into your history and I'm figuring out ways <laughs> yeah. that you've wasted money. No, not at all. Um, actually, I've had this one written down for a while. I just haven't done it. Um, it is dealer finance. Dealer finance. Stay away. <laughs> it's, so it's, it's so it's dealer finance colon stay, stay away, away. <laughs> exactly right you mean car dealer yes. yeah 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 so i'm sure you can expand on this for me genevieve but um, my understanding is dealer finance is often not the most competitive uh rate that you can get when you're buying a car it's convenient because it's there mm. and they can do the deal for you on the day. Mm. So if you're unprepared, then you can get finance and it'll get sorted. Mm. But if you are prepared in advance, you can save a lot of money on your car finance mm. because often, um, and in the past, I'm sure it's, it's less these days, but in the past they were doing some pretty dodgy things mm. with just setting their own rate depending mm. on what the person looked like <laughs> yeah, because of the finance that they were getting off someone else. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, does that but, sound about right? Yeah. The tip would be for me with dealer finance would be go off the monthly repayment. So shop yeah. around with the monthly repayment because mm. even though they're True. telling you the rate, that's the base rate. So True. it's not actually adding their 3% or 4% commissions on top of that. Yeah. So you always go off the monthly repayment. Yeah to shop around yeah I like right. that. that's, that's really good, good. Mm. that's good advice and so um seeing someone like yourself is that the best go-to for someone um or yes. is there online things or what so, would you do well i do a lot of um car finance for self-employed and if you have a rates notice so you own a property mm. um and those rates are under five percent but i mean for any client i mm. can give them a quote and they could take it to that dealer yeah. um and ask them if they can beat it and 99 percent of the time they will mm. because right. they think someone else is in the mix even yeah. though we may not be exactly. so right. i always get my clients How to contact up? me first yeah. um even if we can't do it we yeah. would always help with the rates. that's yeah. so good because mm. it keeps them honest because you can imagine um, they think you're like you, they know you're committed to the car mm, it's um, so it's and, an emotional buy yeah, yeah. and so you don't have any finance if you don't get the finance you can't drive away with the car so they know they've got you mm. so just go prepared if you know you're going to buy it or even just remotely thinking about buying mm. just get like Genevieve said get a quote or get a rate and then you can fact check what they're giving you and at yeah. least you've got something to keep them honest mm. with yeah, so. the commissions are huge. Yeah, mm. for sure. Like massive. And yeah. their fees, like a $1,000 application fee. Yeah. Mm. So you're essentially paying a $1,000 more for the car. Yeah, yeah. hectic. So, mm. so I've got to add on to this. Oh, yeah. um, nice one. So a few years ago, my partner bought a car. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think the main thing as well, a lot of people just don't know that they can go elsewhere. Yeah, it's like true. this is how I get the fi- if I don't have the cash then this is how I get the finance true. it's not really advertised that you can well, go I'm find your own to- finance I'm buying a Toyota so I need to get Toyota finance exactly <laughs> um, but so my partner bought this car and um, we got it now where they really get and what really annoyed because I knew going in that when we spoke to them about the finance that yes they're going to try and rip us off and we did that we kind of had a monthly repayment in mind that we want this amount um, and we got it. It wasn't, we still got a little bit ripped off because it was an emotional buy right at the moment. <laughs> but when you actually go pick it up the car, the thing, here's another tight ass tip, yeah. is they start throwing everything at you then. So you've already yeah, signed up, definitely. you've already bought the car, you're going in to pick it up. 
you sit down and they go, right, we're just going to sign off on these last few bits and pieces. Yeah. Uh, so it's this much for extended warranty. It's this much for this, this much for this, this much for that. And you're like, well, no, that's not what we agreed to when I signed the papers two days ago. Yeah. Um, why am I paying? And then they show you. So what they showed, I think I've spoken about this on the podcast before, but they showed me like a, a list of what the standard warranty comes with. And then on the other side of the paper, it's what their special warranty comes with. And it was literally just bigger font <laughs> wow. with a few extra lines in the bottom to make it look like it was heaps oh, more. Wow. And I, I pointed, I said, that's just bigger font. Like it's <laughs> mostly the same stuff. And she was like, no, no, it's so much more. You get like this three lines she points to at the bottom. And I'm like, like, look at the size of this. Yeah, yeah compared exactly. to the size I think of most this. Most people just don't read it. They just look at this side's bigger than that side. Look how much more I'm getting. They're size salesmen. They yeah. have to yeah. do it. Oh, sure. it. I got real cranky at her. <laughs> <laughs> she did not want to deal with me after that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely uh, get a second opinion. Yeah, yeah. Mm. nice. Go prepared, cool. and then you won't get ripped off. Yeah, you, you go you in with what you want to pay. Yeah, or or leave it with me. I'll come back to you. That yeah. they always hate that. Yeah, true. As well. True. So. Yeah, cool. Mm. Nice one. All right. Well, Good. should we uh, move on to the main topic? Yes. That's the official symbol that we've now moved on to the main topic. Uh, you'll find Genevieve when you listen back to this. We do no editing. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh. this, this is all in-house. Uh, yeah. So, that's Very the main topic today. Mostly, most of what we're going to talk about, I think, is surrounding about, you know, buying a home and buying your first home in particular. Mm. Um, but there's a lot going on in the market at the moment you know, with all the rate drops and things like that. So, um, to start us off... What's your opinion? Before you said, now's the best time to buy. Yeah, it's. A, I think it's just a really good time. Like, mm. there's a lot of houses out there, and not everyone is fully prepared. So if you are, then you haven't got as much competition. Where mm. eighteen months ago, you were literally walking through an open home with ten to fifteen yeah. people that mm. were willing to pay mm. maybe twenty or forty thousand more than you. Mm. So True. yeah, I just think it's a good time to buy, and mm. the rates are low, and yeah, mm. it's just yep. make sure you get a pre-approval first, obviously. But mm -hmm. yeah, I just think it's a it's a more a lot nicer experience mm. to buy a house at the moment. True. Mm. Yeah. True yeah. that. When yeah. you bought yours a few two years ago? Yeah, it was March. Must have been what's two years ago? Seventeen mm. March. And was it brutal? Oh yeah, yeah. definitely. So mm. we were looking at houses at a certain price range, uh, which we were hoping to buy a house at. <laughs> And there was, like you said, literally 30 people walking around the house at the same time mm. yeah. and a lineup of about five people waiting to speak to the agent. Yeah. Um, and then so we were like, whoa, this is hectic. So we went up the price range just to try and get away from that. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, it worked. There was definitely less interested parties when you're buying a more expensive place. But yeah. Yeah, if we probably wouldn't do the same thing if we we're in today's market. No, it's yeah, it was I think it was a little bit daunting and you have investors come in and they've yeah. got an extra 50,000 that mm. it's just going to be more benefit to them by spending it so they yeah. will and Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I just think it's a lot nicer and mm. yeah, mm. the agents are a bit more chilled mm. now as well, so True, true. Yeah, I know even probably about a year and a half ago, my partner and I were looking around at places and yeah, it was that. You just walk in and there was just a house full of people. Like yeah. we'd go to an open house sometimes and yeah, it was just full of people yeah. <laughs> and the yeah. agent would be sitting there and there'd be five people just sitting yeah. there waiting to talk yeah. and they all seemed like they were pretty ready to buy. It wasn't just like looky-loos from next door or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Yeah. Mm. 
it's yeah it's definitely a lot nicer now yeah <laughs> yeah and and the, like you said the rates are so good now mm. um th- that's something else i talked about this last week as well i fixed my rates two years ago mm. because i thought they were like as low as they probably would get donald trump was coming in stuff like that and they were talking about rates going up mm. so um but if i could refix now i definitely would mm. it's so much better now yeah um yeah. This would knows? be a plug to get your home loan checked as well. No <laughs> one ever knows what they're paying True. Mm. on rates. So, yeah, I would strongly advise now with the rate drops, you want to make sure the bank's applying that. They're not going to ring you and tell you that your rate's dropped. Or, mm. So, you just want to make sure you've got the best rate. So, yep. check yeah, yours, Tim. Point. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking about it off air <laughs> and I decided to call the bank. Yeah. yeah. I yeah, wanna, I'm going to ask you next week how much it is to break it. <laughs> Yeah, right. Keep me accountable. I will. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Uh, So, there's also, you know, with the election that's just gone, there was a lot of news out there about, you know, the government trying to help people buy first homes. And there's a lot of listeners who might be self-employed or, um, you know, around the age where they do want to buy at their first home. Um, Can you talk us through some of the changes that have happened? Like, obviously, one of the big ones that came through the election that we spoke about was the um, government taking on the you know the risk for the mortgage loan insurance so that people only need a five percent deposit yeah um, when they're under a certain income threshold but um yeah talk us through some of those things and what your perspective on them are or yeah so they haven't come in yet mm. um i th- I'm thinking maybe January, um, which is word on the street as well. Um, But essentially what it means is that the bank won't charge you for the mortgage insurance Mm. um, and there'll be a form that goes between the bank and the government Mm. that if this client was to lose their property and Mm. they needed that insurance in place that they would pay it at that time. So for a client that wants to buy a $550,000 property, Mm. they would need uh, right now with mortgage insurance, they would Mm. need a $48,000 deposit and $18,000 of that is mortgage insurance. That's crazy. So it's saving them $18,000. It's a big savings. It's huge. It's huge. And, Imagine if they're spending more than that mm. as well, which yeah. some first-time buyers are. Yeah, so that's mm. just like an average. Mm. But yeah, mm. some clients pay like $30,000 in mortgage insurance. Mm. So yeah. it's a massive saving and it just makes that goal. If someone started saving now, by January 1, they could have $30,000 mm. where $18,000 is another six months away yeah, or definitely. 12 months away for them. So it just yep. definitely makes that home buying experience more achievable. And yeah. Um, the stamp duty, so not having to pay stamp duty as well, is a huge yeah, positive. Yeah, it's massive. So that's another, another twenty huge, grand. Yeah. yeah so yeah. six fifty, six hundred fifty thousand dollar purchase or under, mm. um, and then it's scaled anything over six hundred fifty, probably to about eight hundred, and then yeah. you just get the full mm. fee. But mm. if you can buy for eight hundred thousand, you, you can, can pay. Yeah, you can, you can pay more. <laughs> yeah, you can pay stamp duty. So yeah, yeah. that was the other thing I missed out on. I signed the contract and then it came out like a week later. Yeah, I think yours was closer than mine yeah. from memory. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there goes 15 grand. <laughs> <laughs> so painful. That's the thing as well. Like, I always thought the mortgage loan insurance was such a ripoff. Like, stamp yeah. duty, I kind of get, but the mortgage loan insurance, 18 grand on a $550,000 house, especially in times where the value of the house is going up. Because yeah. if you default on your mortgage and the bank takes your house and sells it, yeah. they're not losing on your house. <laughs> you know why do they, why do they need you to pay eighteen and grand pay in insurance? Interest on that, yeah, and interest mm. on that. So yeah. you add twenty grand at the start of a big loan, 
over you know a long yeah. time. That's mm. a lot of interest. A couple of years worth yeah. of repayments. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So for maybe for the first four years, you would be paying that off yeah. before you start paying your house off. Yeah. So brutal. So. At the beginning of your loan, looking yeah. at your principal repayments is so brutal. It's, yeah. not, it's not fun. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, that's, that's a huge help. I think that's such a big um, announcement for young people mm. uh, or people who haven't bought a house yet. Um, that change from the government. Yeah. yeah. I think it'll be really good. And for us, we live on the central coast, so I really think that's going to sort of make our prices go up a bit, but mm, it'll yeah. also make it more affordable for someone not having to save that extra twenty or $30,000. Yeah, so. Definitely. On mm. the flip side, um, we were saying uh, that you you would definitely need to have a pretty solid income to afford the service uh, the servicing of a loan that's 95% mm. of the house. I guess I guess if people are going with the lender's mortgage insurance now, they already have that issue, don't they? Yeah. So, it's not that much of a change. But for some people who may never have bought with the lender's mortgage insurance, mm. that's something to keep in mind, I guess. That yeah. You, you will need to have pretty good income to service the 95% of the loan. Yeah, I think that's that's the other side of the coin. One, of it, one side is saving up, obviously, to have a deposit. Yeah, and then the other side is, can you repay the proving loan? <laughs> proving yeah. Yeah, you can repay it? And a lot of people forget that part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's and it's not just the loan; like mm. it's your rates yeah. and your yeah, water true. and electricity. And so, exactly. a lot of clients that um, come to me that still live at home and they have no savings, I generally recommend to go away for a few months and start putting what that mortgage repayment would be mm. away, Definitely. um, just to see how it feels because. Yeah. Yeah, I think our generation wants everything now. So yeah. Oh, yeah. it's yeah. um yeah, it's definitely changing that lifestyle to put that money away and mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. You're so right with the rates and even just house insurance. Um yeah, there's a solid like four or five grand there. You just don't count yeah, on, count on and that's before any repairs and maintenance on the mm. house. If you want to keep it and things just break. Mm. They break all the time. How they is your do. drill going, Tim? Yeah, no, no. <laughs> Are you a handyman, Tim? Uh, no. <laughs> Look so, at my hands. There's no calluses uh, here. <laughs> Long-time <laughs> listeners of the podcast will remember way, way back, uh, Tim bought a drill randomly, just like a cordless drill, and he had nothing to use it, it on. It looks good, though. He just walked around, I think, holding it. <laughs> it His wife good. made him take it back. <laughs> she literally asked me, Tim, what are you going to use this drill on? And I didn't have an answer, answer for it. <laughs> so, I took it back. I got a refund. First of all, I bought it without a battery, thinking that my lawnmower Ryobi battery would work oh, on no. the drill. So, that gives you a bit of an insight into where I'm at. Yeah. I did think of you the other day, Tim. I was walking through Audi and they had cordless drills with batteries. Nice. I think it was like 40 bucks for the drill and 40 bucks for the battery. That's so good. I was going to text you and say we should go halves. Definitely. I'll share a drill with because we don't need it at the same time ever. <laughs> no. We just keep it at each other's house. It'd be awkward if we did. Yeah. Could you come with the drill though and show me how to use it? <laughs> Every time you need something yeah, fixed, yeah. Dan just yeah, comes just, over. I'll just be there. Yeah. That's fine. If you pay for half of it, I'll do some work around the house. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm fine with that. <laughs> cool. Let's do it. How do you hang like pictures or... Ah. Just don't. No. Blue tack. <laughs> Blue tack. <laughs> no, there's those really good things at Bunnings. You just need a hammer and you, you hit them into the wall. It's <laughs> like a- um, They grab on the other end. No, it's like a- uh, It's basically just like a really skinny nail. Mm. It doesn't hold very heavy things. But no. if you find the strut, which I can do that, not very confidently, but yeah. <laughs> hollow, hollow. <laughs> no, no, hollow. And I'm like, Jade, look, that's the strut. 
<laughs> I will admit, I do that all the time at home. I walk around and knock on the, Oh, cat, there you go. That's where the strut is. It's the stud right there. Mm. Uh, yeah, so um, definitely factor in having to get handymen around your house if you're buying a place <laughs> and you're like me. Yeah. Um, so, the other part of it is, so I think we were speaking before we came on here, but there's a, and we mentioned it last week on the podcast, that there's a general uh, rule where they, the assessor, what do they call it? The assessment rate. Mm-hmm. Um, so, they check, could you make repayments if you were repaying it at, I think you said 7.25. Yeah. Um, a lot of people don't know that and they probably can't. No, <laughs> Did yeah. you come across that a lot? So, when um, we assess your loan, so income, loan mm-hmm. amount, all your other existing debts, credit cards, personal loans, so mm-hmm. your home loan is assessed at 7.25. Mm-hmm. Um, even though your repayments at, say, 3.8%, they mm-hmm. make sure that you can afford it at 7.25, which I do think is a good thing because yeah. there is quite a large buffer there. Yeah. Um, but they are looking to reduce that. Mm. Yeah, that's so, cool. That's yeah, exciting. word on the street. Yeah. Cool. Is, is so. Any idea of what they're probably going to reduce it down to? I don't think they'd go any more or any less than 6%. Yeah. Because mm. um, like a whole 1.25%, that's a big drop. Yeah, like even if it was six and a half, like mm. it just makes that difference to maybe get you into a house that you pay 600000 for as mm. opposed to five fifty, which is a house that you don't have to maybe do renovations yeah. to mm. or it gets you that extra bedroom or... Yeah. So, yeah, I think... And that's across everyone. So, mm. that will also make it a lot easier for refinances if you yeah. want extra yeah. cash out, yeah. if you want to consolidate your car, all those sorts of things. It'll just make it a lot nicer for everyone. Yeah, mm. that's awesome. Mm. So, at, at the moment, you know... It, if you're looking to buy your first house, you're kind of looking out there and you're thinking, well, if I hold off a little bit, I potentially only need to save 5%, mm-hmm. won't have mortgage loan insurance. If I buy under 650, I have no stamp duty and I only need to prove I can meet repayments at 6.5%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's lots That's pretty coming. good. It's, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a Positive. very exciting time. Mm. It's kind of necessary too because like you were saying before, um, off air. Um, off air. <laughs> Yeah, we were talking before we started recording, Dan. We're live here. We're now on air. (laughs) On the air. (laughs) Go on. Um, Just that there's been so many changes to the way they look at your expenses. Mm. Um, So, they're so much more strict on your spending patterns and what they assume your outgoings are. Um, Some examples you gave gave were like afterpay. Yeah. The way they're Mm. looking at that. So, the bank doesn't really know how to look at those afterpay, zip pays. Mm. So, they're adding it into your living expenses for the month. So, even if that afterpay finishes after six weeks or eight weeks, um, they class that as an ongoing expense. Mm, Generally, my advice is to close it um, because... If you can't afford something, why mm. are you buying why it? Yeah. Buying yeah. To pay? Yeah. Doesn't look good for the bank. No. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but even general living. So how many coffees you're getting a week? Are mm. you using Uber? Do you have a car? Mm. Um, are you going out and drinking? They yeah. even look at your habits. Um, if you're withdrawing money at say like an RSL or yeah. a, a club, <laughs> putting some money to the pokies. Yeah, it's oh. they actually go through your accounts with a fine tooth comb, and yeah. and most lenders now want to see three months of your everyday account, wow. and right. they'll add up your averages for the month, and yeah, sort of ca- average it over the three months, and that's your living expense. So if you're looking to 
do anything home loan wise, I would tighten that up. Be real good for three months. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Netflix, Stan, yep. yeah. like they're all ongoing commitments. So, yeah, Spotify. Exactly. Previous exactly. tight ass tip. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Are you Cut talking about like get a family yes. family subscription yes. all together? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. There you go. Yeah. We have a fellow tight ass yeah. is a follower. <laughs> it is. It's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Well, instead of paying like twelve bucks each for Spotify or Apple or Netflix, yeah. you pay seventeen between like family four up. people. Lie yeah. that you're all at the same address. There's a new one, the KO Sports. Oh, yeah, KO. Mm. Apparently, it's amazing. I want to get it, actually. Yeah, my partner just got it, and I saw the $25 yeah. come out. Oh, free trial. <laughs> free trial. And then I was like, Dan's what a, is this? Dan's a shocker for that. No, I'm not. Dan does this all the time. And then you get stitched up, Tim. and then the thing comes out. Yeah, he forgets. <laughs> mm. So, how many um, Audible credits do you have at the moment, Dan? I listen to an audiobook every week. Every month, sorry. <laughs> I still listen to them. Just put your foot in it there. I still use them. <laughs> so, with Audible, you pay a monthly subscription and that gives you one credit to buy a book. One free book. Oh. Yeah. So, I cancelled mine because I wasn't using it. Yeah. But Dan, Dan over here. What a schmuck. It's such it's a process <laughs> though. <laughs> it is. got to cancel them. You, um, yeah. But Dan, he's always signing up to uh, trials. There was another one recently. Here are my yeah. books, Jim. These are all the books I've been listening to. Yeah, all right. You listen See, to a lot. I listen to them every month. <laughs> <laughs> One a month. Is that it? I read separately to that. Oh, okay. yeah, no, like meaning like only one a month for that the you can listen to. Yeah, well, or, I it, don't know if you've ever looked at buying an audiobook before, but they're bloody expensive. They are. They're oh. like forty dollars a book. Oh, okay. Yeah. So and what's the subscription? So you pay fifteen dollars for a subscription, a and you get one book. And sometimes books can go for. Usually, I try and get the best value for my dollar, so I get like a twenty-hour book or yeah. above. And so it's like twenty hours of listening over a month. Like, okay. That I get from like, um, a, what is it? A dance of. No. Game of Ice and Fire. A song. song of Ice and Fire. That's the one. Game of Thrones. <laughs> Game of Thrones. Yeah, so that, that would um, that be like a, a long book. Um, it's like a $30, And you get it for $15. Book. And you get it for $15, okay. yeah. Your and credit. you also get cheaper books. So you could buy additional books for like $15 instead of $40. Okay. Whereas, and you get to keep them forever. They're yours. So if I cancel my subscription, yeah, still the books them. are still mine. Yeah, I've still got mine too. Okay. Yeah. So it is, uh, it is a little bit of a ripoff, but I do enjoy it. Um, but let's talk about your title subscription, Tim. How long? How many months did that last before you cancelled it? Uh, hey? pretty, pretty sure I cancelled it on time. No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, if I let things run, Genevieve, I generally write to them. I'm like, hey, he does win. I want my money back. He wins. They give oh. me my money back. He, yeah, <laughs> there was an Amazon Prime that came out of our account like last week, and I was like. I had that. What is this? And then we got a refund, but yeah, you just, you forget and there's no reminder. There's, yeah. It's dangerous. I had, that was Xbox, Microsoft billed me 10 bucks because I signed up to like a year in advance. Yeah. I got my 10 bucks back. I was thinking before we came on, remember when your phone used to make that ticky noise in the speakers? Yeah, like the recept- yeah. Yeah. Oh. It doesn't happen anymore. It doesn't happen anymore. They fixed that somehow. Fix I don't that? I don't know how they fixed that cuz I'm like they're still using radio waves to yeah. transmit stuff. So it's the same. Like you always knew when you were going to get a message. Yeah, true. Cuz mm-hmm. it would make the noise in the speaker. I never I did not think about that. I'm the same. I didn't wow. realize that that went mm-hmm. away, but now it cuz we're on here every day, so it definitely goes it's gone yeah. away. That's a real throwback. I, I wonder who here. fixed it. The phones or speakers and stuff. I should look that up. Mm. It's a good other thing. That's that good. is a great other thing. Uh, all right. So, cool. 
the other part of this as well, um, and I don't know if you know much about it. I think we've spoken about it before on the podcast. But the other thing to help small um, first home buyers is the super savers. Have you seen a lot of people use that? I actually haven't. Yeah, I don't. I'm I not overly <laughs> educated on it. Yeah. So are you putting extra super. Yeah. Into, yeah. Okay. So you, you sal- salary sacrifice some of your wage mm-hmm. and you put that into a super fund yep. and then that gets taxed at 15% instead of being taxed at your marginal rate, which might be 30%, yep. 32%. So essentially you save 15% of tax mm-hmm. on whatever you put in. And then when it's time to buy a house, you um, apply to get it taken back out. They tax you again, but it's like 2%. Mm-hmm. Um so, yeah, so if you're paying 32.5% on every dollar, um, you end up paying like 17.5% tax. Okay. Um, so, you save 15% in tax, so which, how, which could be a big how boost. So, how do you become, like, where does, when does the deposit become eligible to be withdrawn? At any time. You can okay. withdraw it. So, um, if you, have you had 10000 Yeah. Okay. You can apply. Um, yep. And then they take like 28 days it goes from the super fund the ato the ato tax it and then send it to you mm-hmm. you have to use it within a year though okay if you don't they then tax On you full amount yeah you have to buy a house using that money you have to prove yes okay yeah yeah um it would be good to chat about that yeah off air yeah <laughs> um yeah because i don't know a lot about it but it yeah. would help a lot of i think clients. i salary sacrificed about 10 grand last year mm-hmm. um in it maybe more and like instead of having um so so instead of having 10 grand in cash that i would have had um there's now 15 grand in my super fund yeah ready for me to take out because okay. i saved a lot of money on it yeah um, and it earns interest and earnings on it and you can take that out as well okay um they were talking about scrapping it but that was only if labor won liberal government won so they're going to keep it yeah yeah, so yeah, it's, nice. it's pretty good. I think they need to promote it more. Yeah, they don't really mm. talk about it much. I've mentioned it to a Definitely. few clients. I know Tim's talked about it with a couple of clients, but um, it's really, ha- especially like right now, like you're approaching the end of a financial year, there's a cap on how much you can put in. I think mm. it's 10 grand a year or so- something. There's, there's some cap. I don't remember what it is. Um, but if you're approaching the end of this year and then it starts again at the start of next year, you could do a lot over you know, yeah. a short period of time. And then take so it out. So, it's sort of like a salary sacrifice. Yeah, that's exactly what yeah. it is. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, nice. So, you get taxed, much less tax. Definitely is a good idea, mm. I think, especially if your income is fairly high. Mm. Um, and it's a forced savings too, let's be honest. Yeah. yeah. You're putting money away that you sort of forget about and then bring it back out on a rainy day when you need it for your deposit. Yeah. It's just a little bit complicated. It it's, could have been simpler. It is complicated to kind of get it out. Um, but you just got to submit a form. So basically you're ready to go buy a house. Don't go look, apply to get this money out. Yeah, first. (laughs) And then you get the money out. Once you have it, then go look for a house. Because if you enter into an agreement before you have the money, they say it doesn't count or something like that. There's like a whole thing about it. So it's kind of save, get the money out, go look. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Mm. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, You can have a maximum of $15,000 voluntary contributions in any one financial year. And up to 30 across all the years. So, it's a max of 30. Okay. Um, but per person. Fi- per person. Okay. And then so. it's 15. So, that's what I was saying. If, you know, if you're approaching the end of a financial year, 15 this year, 15 next year. And you will find they'll, they'll get a big tax refund when they do that too. Mm. Um, because they've had a lot of tax It's withheld. a tax deduction when okay. you're putting money into super mm. these days. So, they'll get a little tax bonus as well. As well. Doing that, which yeah, helps nice. savings. Mm. It's a good call. 
Interesting. But, yeah. Yeah. I was just, while you guys were talking about that, looking up this GSM interference noise. Okay, yeah. Which is what you were talking about, Genevieve. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, I do have a sound of the noise, but I, I won't bother playing it. Yeah, I, I can demo it. It's just like... <laughs> <laughs> I remember it being like... Yeah, it was like a ticking noise. So... What happened? Apparently, there are three possibilities. Cell phones are using different frequencies. Uh, unlikely frequency is scarce, mm. um, so that's that's unlikely. Mm. The equipment you are using now is shielded better. Mm. Which is Apparently, it mm. is straightforward to shield against the kind of interference. Okay, um, and any well-made audio equipment is going to be shielded. So, right. like computer audio, computer speakers, yeah, right, would have picked up on that in the past. A- any just external speaker that you had just. And made if, a real bad even noise. if you were yeah. like on a home phone and yeah. your phone was getting a message. Yeah, you'd you hear it. Yeah. 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 So anything built properly will surround all the susceptible electronics with either a foil barrier or a metal box and wire the grounds up such that little to no interference makes it through. So that's number two. And then uh, number three, you and your friends are using different wireless carrier on a different piece of the spectrum. Hmm. Interesting. On an unrelated note, have you seen the video where you put phones together and you call them on and that pops popcorn? No. <laughs> That's I've messed up. I've never seen You've that. never seen that video? <laughs> no. It was around, Sounds brilliant. It was around <laughs> years ago. It's just like three phones facing each other. And then, I don't know if it's real, but the popcorn pops <laughs> because it's radio waves. Oh. Even wow. though microwaves pop popcorn, yeah. but still. <laughs> so, now I'm thinking maybe it's not real, but good video. Okay. <laughs> messed up. Uh, so... Anything else in this space that you think people should be aware of before that? You know, what are some common pitfalls that someone falls into when they come and see you? Yeah. So, one of my main tips always is make sure that your pre-approvals are always fully assessed. So, a lot of banks give out just a blank piece of paper with your name on it saying that you're pre-approved, but no Mm. one's actually physically picked up that Mm. file and checked it out and made sure that everything's okay. Um, For existing home loan customers, um, just tell your broker everything. Mm -hmm. Um, So don't try and hide anything. Make sure you tell them who's on title, why, Mm. um, all of those things. I guess that was one of my questions the other week with tax deductions and who's on title and whatnot. Um, And yeah, always chat to a broker. Mm. They do it for you for free yeah and yeah we find you the best deal and make sure we're putting you in the right product that suits you so any sort of emergency services or nurses we've got lenders that use 100 percent of your allowances and overtime Mm. or if you've got a car allowance we know lenders that'll take 100 percent of that so Mm. self-employed different lenders need one year's tax return or two years or they average them so Mm. which can be awesome if you've only been in business for one year yeah (laughs) Yeah, so always two years abn registered Mm -hmm. um unless you want to sort of pay that higher rate and go to a non-conforming lender Mm -hmm. um but yeah one good tax return uh they're generally some lenders are happy to use that one rather than averaging two yeah 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 because one year couldn't have been that great and then the next year Mm. you've 
been in business for some time, so it yeah. looks good. Sometimes so. in year one, you're trying to be tax effective and then in year two, you realize you want to buy yeah. a house. <laughs> so, you want to show higher income. Yeah. And this is a great time to chat with a broker that can work with an accountant mm. to let them know what income they need to make their goal of buying a home achievable or mm, yep. if they want to refinance, it might be worth you paying that extra tax in that year. Yep. So, then you can refinance your home, get mm. a better rate. So yeah, definitely. for sure. In yeah. the lead up to the end of financial year, yeah, yeah it's a m- totally agree. Yeah. massive thing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I guess that's cool. that's a tip for this week. That if you are thinking about refinancing something and you've got a small business, uh, go speak to a broker and yep. get them to speak to your accountant yeah, <laughs> to make got- sure that you've got the right mix moving into the because you, you might be doing some tax planning right now as well. Yeah. But mm. you should really be thinking about greater. Uh, yeah, because that whole that year can drag when yeah. someone wants to buy a house yeah. and they're yeah. de- declared minimal income yeah. so it's mm. definitely something i think about when i'm doing tax planning and you achieve a great result mm. but then you always just want to put that little asterisk on it there for the client are you going for finance is mm. there any reason you're going to need to finance over yeah, the next the couple next of years 12, yeah. because this it's could important. really affect that mm. uh, so so yeah, yeah definitely people yeah. should keep that in mind it's for something sure. that people new to business don't really think about they don't well. no mm, definitely <laughs> fair enough so yeah. Cool. Nice one. All awesome. Right. Well, I think we will get Genevieve and and her colleague Jared on more regularly yeah, because like we've we've spoken about home finance at the moment. We haven't spoken about other t- business finances oh. or you know we spoke a little bit about cars, but we can go more in depth about all sorts of stuff. So and it's always changing. Always changing. It's it changed is. so much mm. over the last twelve months. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, for sure. Worse. Yeah. All right. That probably brings us to the end of our main topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, there we go. Uh, Tim, do you have another thing this week? Uh, I do. Let's see. Let's see what I got here. I wrote mine down as well. So, Genevieve, I don't know if we warned you about this beforehand. You didn't. But, but <laughs> another, I'm and nervous. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's don't be nervous. All right. So, here's my other thing. Yep. Um, it's, so, another thing, Genevieve, is just literally, you know, it could be just something you've been reading or watching or listening okay. to. Or something you're just something, interested in. Yeah. Something, something like media related or... Mm. Yeah, something, a, a little tidbit okay. of interest. It doesn't have to be related to anything you do professionally. <laughs> just, just random. Just yeah. random. Just, just your other thing. Something okay. you like this week, okay. essentially. <laughs> yeah. It was created in the first episode Dan and I ever did. Yeah. And he just turned to me after our main topic. He's like, all right, Tim. So, what's your other thing this week? <laughs> I was like, what? What other thing? Can you talk about this? Yeah. So, uh, my other thing is um, Gautier. 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 The musician? The singer, yeah, yeah. yeah. You remember that guy? I hate Something that, that I song. used to know. Yeah. yeah. You remember that artist? That, that He's that artist that you used to know back in 2011. Yeah. That's when he released his most recent album. I Do you think, like that yeah, song? I has, love it. Oh, he hasn't done I love it. That that so though. irritating. <laughs> well, maybe that song. They, they played it a lot. Yeah, they yeah, did. They played they it did. a lot. And then it, it gets stuck in your head. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> because it's basically that, um, what lullaby is it? That, um, dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. It's um, like yes, uh, sir, yes, yes sir, too bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah that one. I yeah. never realized that's that. why it's so catchy, right? Yeah, he stole it. Yeah, he did. Um, but anyway, I was listening to him during the week. Mm. I was like, "What? Where is this guy gone? He was like released the most successful album mm. in his whole life. Mm. That was back in 2011. Eight mm. years later, and he's, he he's not released one more thing no. since then. I'm pretty sure he is a drummer in a band. He's somewhere. in a band somewhere. Yeah, but his. Album before that was released in 2006. 
So it was like five years earlier as well. Yeah. So it just takes a long time between albums. So I'm waiting. I'm waiting for Gautier. That's your other thing? Right now, he's an artist that I used to know. That's what, that's, that is my other thing. I was listening to it. That's my thing. <laughs> so, all right. So your other thing is just you like Gautier. Yes. All right. Thanks, Dan. So like, I, feel like, I feel like crap now. <laughs> you should. Uh, so there's a lot of pressure on this. Yes, it sounds it. Uh, I've got two other things better than Tim's. Um, my first other thing is the book Good Omens by uh, Terry Pratchett and Neil Gaiman. Uh, some boring science shit, no doubt. <laughs> it's Dan always on new science podcast. Uh, I think you'll space. find that this is actually the book in our book club, Tim. It is. I've been yeah. reading it. It's not space. It's good. So I chose not to use that as my other thing. I gave that to yeah. you. Uh, it's good. It's a good book. Uh, I won't give too much away, but essentially there's like the apocalypse coming and there's a demon and an angel and they are happy living on earth. So they don't want it to happen. So they try and stop it. It's, it's like a comedy. Okay. It's good. It's okay. written back in the nineties. Yeah, really weird, weird stuff. <laughs> How crap is that? Good book. <laughs> Turn it off. Uh, and then my other, my other, other thing is I'm listening to a podcast. It's probably real boring now. I'm going to say it out loud. Um, it's the history of Rome. <laughs> I'm going there soon. <laughs> and oh, it's, yeah, is, there we go. I want to hear Genevieve's other thing now. Right. Oh, because no. that's, that's awesome. This is pressure. D- travel. Travel's yes, good. it is. You should read that. You should thing. listen to that podcast. That well, this podcast is just like 300 episodes or something. Of just, just. Yeah. 300? And they go for 20 minutes each. How much I, I'm, time I'm do you have? I'm 25 minutes into this. Uh, 25 episodes into this. What? Um, <laughs> I just turn it on. I don't listen to every word, but this is I why your headphones are broken. Just like Correct. Way this is why. Um, but it's really good. And it's, it's like starting off when Rome, when the Roman Empire kind of first started, and then goes through their whole history up until the fall of Rome back in like 400 AD or whenever it was. But yeah, I'm uh, through the seven kings of Rome, and I'm into well into the Republic. <laughs> So, it's good times. I'm not really a fan of history, but mm. Europe <laughs> yeah. and the history there is yeah. amazing. For sure. It's just so yeah. much of it. Yeah. It's just yeah. crazy the things that have happened there over, you know, yeah. millennia. Yeah, mm. definitely. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got to be quick, Tim. <laughs> Damn it. Yes. <laughs> Alright, Genevieve, what's, what's your, oh. do you have another thing? Have you listened, read any good books, listened to anything good, I've got watched one, a good movie? For you okay, as a go. Um, oh. Am I meant to say one first? You no, can. go for it oh. if you've got one planned. I don't really have one planned, but talking about overseas, yeah. Um, yeah. highly recommend the Coachella Festival. That's what I was going to yeah. say. If you didn't have one, yes. Nice. It, right, because you went recently. I did. Yeah. Um, I'm not really a party person staying up late. That's not my kind of thing. <laughs> um, I like to drink tea. <laughs> no, I believe um, this was a cup of tea. <laughs> the, a, um, a festival in America is very different to Australia. So really? we all go to festivals to get lit. Is the <laughs> and um, just pretty much drink ourselves until we're ready to go home. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this festival, easygoing, no police, no dogs, wow. no, and everyone's walking around with camel packs and they fill them with water. <laughs> now, here's what? the question. Do people have, um, do most guys walk around with a shirt on? <laughs> yes. So, that's yes. already a huge distinction it between is. Australian festivals They're not wearing and other just festivals. extra small Speedos? Yeah. No. So, there's like 250,000 people that went to this festival. Whoa. There's buses to take to, to 
people to and from the festival. There's like so the alcohol's few and far in between, but mm. everyone's there to just have a good time. Like wow. listen and watch cool music. Yeah, like <laughs> when a, you go to a festival here, it's so feral. Yeah, yeah it is. It's pretty it in is. your face. Highly yeah. recommend. It's yeah, nice. and you buy the hotel package. They take you to and from the festival. Oh, and nice. There's where is it at? It's in Coachella Valley, so Palm Springs, so about two hours from LA airport. So, and literally 250,000 people are in this town for the weekend. And then they bring out all this guest stars and yeah highly recommend that's buy awesome. some tickets wow yeah. that's cool that's, yeah. that's, a, that's a great other I'll thing i'll tell you what genevieve has put us to shame this <laughs> week that Jim, is epic tim's other thing was someone we haven't heard from in nine years somebody he mine used was to a know. podcast about ancient rome <laughs> and a book that was written in the 90s wonder whose lives more interesting at the moment tim yeah, yeah. i don't know it's genevieve <laughs> um that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Who yeah. was the best artist you saw, you would say? Um, or couple, best couple? I loved Khalid. Yeah, okay. Is that yeah. how you pronounce it? Yeah. I, so, I, know, I know who you mean. I'm not hip to the... No. To the so, he came out with Halsey. Um, Again. I don't know. No. She's got a song <laughs> no. you would definitely know. Okay. It's um, young, young Drunk. No. Young, Dumb and Broke. Young, Dumb uh, and Broke. Yeah, I think I know that one. Yes. Yeah. But just the whole atmosphere. Mm. It's, yeah, everyone's happy to be there. No yeah. one's there to have a fight or... That's awesome. Get off their face. And even the food there. I'm a massive foodie. So, mm. yeah. How good. Yeah. Just I wish we had more The overall like that. festival, three days. Mm. Yeah, you can easily do it. That's awesome. That's yeah. cool. I'm keen to go. You should. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we can do a live podcast. Business Coachella. <laughs> <laughs> drunk Accountants on tour. Yeah. Exactly. We'll be the only yeah. drunk ones at that festival. We should start a travel podcast. The Drunk Accountants on, on, tour. on tour. Around the world. Yeah. Why not? I'll come. Yeah. <laughs> Guest right. star. And that sounds good. You can book yeah. the hotel packages. Yeah. Sounds like you've got yeah, that. You know, you, right. you know what you're doing there. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you everybody for listening this week. If you want to find us at uh, Too Drunk Podcast at gmail.com, at Too Drunk Podcast on Twitter, uh, or Too Drunk Accountants on Facebook. Uh, Genevieve, where can they find you guys? Yeah. So we have a Sphere Finance Facebook page. So yeah. it's S P H E R E Finance. <laughs> Not Sphere. No, yeah. everyone gets that wrong. <laughs> um, we have a website. So www.sphereFinance.com.au. Yeah. Um, and Instagram as well, which yeah. I run. So really? Sphere Finance. I'll have to follow we, that. We yes, Instagram, Tim. It's good. What about? It's just photos of our happy clients with their sold signs. That oh, that's good. Good cool. vibes. Nice yeah. one. Yeah. Nice one cool do you want to give out your personal email address or is that is yes that, i yes, can in so we want to email you yep so my email is genevieve so g-e-n-e-v-i-e-v-e at sphere Cool. It would have been a bit of a worry if you, you didn't spell def- that right. Then. You can definitely find it on the website, though. Ah, so. nice, yeah, nice. nice. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Right. Everybody, if you've got any questions, send them through and uh, we will calculate it. <laughs>